Listen. Are you listening? <laughs> This is the sound of my country. This is the sound of Taiwan. Taiwan, a small island with a whole world of sounds. Welcome to Radio Taiwan International. I am Natalie So. Up this hour, we have Chinese to go, a short Chinese lesson for you. And also on hashtag Taiwan, we'll be telling you about the latest social media trends and our interactive show on Status Update. But first, join us for here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. It's Tuesday, January 28th, and it is the fourth day of the Year of the Rat. And in the studio, we have with us Leslie Liao. Hello, everybody. Shirley Lin. Hello. And I am Natalie So. And today we're going to be talking about traditions. And if we're breaking all the traditions these days, lots of traditions in Chinese New Year, such as what clothes to wear kind of uh, gifts to give and how to decorate your home and all kinds of stuff. So we'll be talking more today about what modern people do during the Chinese New Year holiday. So it is the fourth day of the Chinese New Year. Actually, we're really lucky here in Taiwan. We're the ones who get to have the longest holiday. Mm -hmm. Us in China, I think. Yeah. All the so, other country, Asian countries, maybe just two or three days. And we got an extra day off um, before the Chinese New Year's Eve, even. They call it Xiao Nian Ye. Yeah. yeah. I wonder right? why they did that. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, just to offer a longer weekend, it's I guess. It's a nice added bonus, it I think. It certainly is. Sure. Yeah, so, that's very nice. So, every Chinese New Year, there's a lot of traditions. Um, this has been going on for centuries. Centuries. More than centuries, actually. And let's let's talk about, you know, which ones of these are we still keeping? Like for Chinese New Year's Eve, usually the tradition is to have a big feast at home, right? Right. The mom or the grandma does a lot of the cooking or the, or the wife or the, yeah, uh, the, uh, the, the uh, daughter-in-law. Daughter-in-law. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did right. you have to do that? You have all these rules, I, except for grandma. <laughs> no, I didn't have to help cook because my mother-in-law is a great cook. And she's very fast, so I usually just help with the cleanup. Yeah, but that definitely is a tradition is still being kept, right? Um, the Chinese New Year Eve's dinner, where everybody goes home to the parents and and um, celebrate Chinese New Year's Eve together. Yeah, that's definitely still a very How big tradition. How about you, Leslie? What do you usually do Chinese New Year's oh, Eve? It's always about going back to Taichung. Where, which is where you're over there? Which is where there? my dad's from. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. um, it's, I think it's almost unfair how dominant my knowledge of Taichung is compared to... Taipei? Zhanghua. Oh. That's where my mom's oh, from. Oh, oh, oh. Both from central Taiwan, but my dad and his family are, I want to say, very, very close. And it's always Taichung-centric. Does he have a lot of brothers and sisters? He's got two brothers and one sister. And we used to do the whole big family meal thing, but my grandma is now 96 years old. She can barely remember my name. So... Uh. You, We're not. Uh, we're all about what's that called? Ordering out. 
Oh, oh you take out? Yeah, take out. Uh, you know, a lot of restaurants start doing this now. Heck, even that's the... That's um, true. Even that's grocery that's stores in 7-Eleven. The 7-Elevens do it now? Yeah, they, that's they a non... roll it out non, like a couple months ahead of time, right? Right. This is a non-traditional thing that's happening nowadays, <sighs> that's true. right? Very much it's so. It's pretty much, um, you know, for the last, I don't know, maybe five years, where people can start ordering out. Yeah. That, I mean, it makes it so much easier because a lot of women are working, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if they you, provide you, a whole meal. And even my mother-in-law, as much as she's a great cook, she actually ordered um, one of the, that Buddha jump over the wall. Oh, oh yeah. that's delicious. Yes. So she got that. That's, from you need Costco. the restaurant to do that. Costco, really? <laughs> they sell it. Yeah, even Costco oh, is man. catching on with this. They have it uh, at, at Ikea. I- Ikea? Yeah, they have it at Ikea. At Ikea. Swedish company? Yeah. Furniture company? What? Yeah. Selling... I Taiwanese love, New Year's soup. By the way, I love that. I love the name of that dish. It's just a soup so good that a Buddha oh would gosh. jump over the wall There's for it. There's so much yeah. in that soup. It's incredible. There's All kinds of things. Like 50 different ingredients in there. Yeah. Um, let's name them off. Um, There's like these... Taro. Pre, and the taro, then pork uh, spare uh, ribs. Spare ribs. And then um, pigeon's eggs. Ma- uh, mushrooms. Um, Chinese mushrooms. There's and, a dried bamboo shoot. Yeah, um, yeah, mushrooms, yeah, right. Um, gosh, uh, guys are making me hungry. Making <laughs> <laughs> me real hungry. Yeah, just put a whole oh, lot of stuff in we there. We had that at our, at our, our banquet. You're yes, banquet year in well. banquet as well. That was really at nice. RTI. Yes. So. Well, you know, um, something we do which is a little different is because um, uh, my family is all in the United States, and my husband's parents, well, my, what, they're they're not able, so so we don't get to spend time with them. So we actually um, usually have. Uh, Chinese New Year's Eve with a friend oh. and their family because uh-huh. their parents have gone as well. Oh, that's um, nice, though. So we've done that for like five, ten years. Oh, but this okay. past year, they they had uh, different plans, so we just spent it the four of us. Oh, which was cozy. Yeah, so that's a non. Well, I guess it's kind of non tradition because we don't have a big family to go. We don't have parents to go to, <laughs> especially Hui yeah. Niangjia um, uh, on the second day of the Chinese New Year. Mm-hmm. Traditionally, it's always the wife going back to her parents' place for the dinner together and sometimes you know some of these uh, wives that live in taipei they they have to go south with the family to travel south and sometimes it can be a hassle and like in your case now your family is way abroad you know not in taiwan so you don't do that and yeah so there's that non-traditional that you don't have to go home to the daughter's parents place you know it, it anymore i mean sometimes even the younger people, us, we like to go travel during the long weekend, I mean, the long holiday. That's true. So you're not around for these traditional family dinners. And I guess most parents, you know, um, conservative parents are okay to that now, right? Well, it's a good time to leave if you're working because you have like a whole week off. Right. You don't have to take vacation days. But well, the, uh, the airfare is not necessarily around this time of year is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Right. I know. So. But anyway, that's, that's definitely non-traditional. So nothing like that. And I know that, you know, my in-laws, they would say that, oh, you should, you know, wear new clothes on New Year's Day and or get new clothes on New Year's Day. No more of that, you know. And Did like, you used to do that? Well, I, I think my mother-in-law would say that, uh-huh. you know, she would like, you know, let me give you some red envelope money and go get some new clothes for, it. Oh. for the kids. New Year's, like, I've for gotten the kids, a red envelope know? in years. Because <laughs> you're making mean. decent money, I think. I'd, I'd say so. <laughs> As a young I mean, I've been able to push off giving out any red <laughs> envelopes. But... You don't have to give them to little kids? No. In your family? No. You don't no. Have no. Pressure. Only if you get married, right? I have one nephew, but... <laughs> Oh, no, I think the gift of Uncle Leslie is good enough. 
But, you know, we've got some interns here, right, who actually, like, you know, for each service, there's uh-huh. a... Um, uh, a college student yeah. who kind of works at helping out with the administrative stuff and little, you know, er- running errands, right? Part timers, and you know, um, there was a day at RTI because this is this is a, a tradition where you, when you give red packets, you're supposed to give like new, crispy, fresh new dollar bills, yeah. right? And I saw one of our part time worker getting in line to get these new dollar bills, and he's what? He's just probably just off college, right? Oh, no. And I'm in my mind was going, whoa, you have to give. Like, you know, wrap packet you money to... I know I did. Maybe he's doing it for his mom. No. <laughs> You're Maybe right. he just likes <laughs> new right. new bills just <laughs> to true. use. I was thinking that, wow, he has to give, you know, wrap packets to his cousins and nieces and nephews. That's a lot. That's maybe partly why some people just leave the country. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea, Natalie. You're giving me the good ideas. <laughs> Makes life easier. Oh, yeah. Let's take a break for some Chinese New Year's music before we get back to talk more about breaking traditions. That's some traditional Chinese New Year's music for you. We're talking about um, the traditions uh, during Chinese New Year and if we're still holding to them in modern Taiwan. Well, red envelopes is a tradition. People usually give them to little kids. Uh, Sometimes you give them to your parents as well if you're working, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys hold to that tradition? Yeah, we do. Um, We give to my in-laws because uh, my father's in-law has retired quite many years. Whereas my dad... At 85, he's still working. working, Wow. (laughs) Wow, going strong. He he doesn't want to retire ever as long as his brain is still functioning. He's like the the, uh, chairman, right, of his own company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He must be very proud of what he's done. Mm. So, you know, my parents, uh, because I grew up in the United States, my parents are very non-traditional. But one time when my husband and I were in the States for Chinese New Year, we gave them a... um, Red envelope, and they freaked out. They're like, "What? What is this?" <laughs> this like jumped back. <laughs> well, what, what was the concern? Yeah, they're just not used to getting get receiving money from us. What? And why did you guys decide to? Well, to my get husband, that, you know, I never yeah, it didn't, never flashed through my mind because yeah. it's, I never even celebrated Chinese New Year. He said, "Let's give this to them," and it, is there a certain number six 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 or something like that? You know, uh-huh. don't worry, and just tell them it's uh, you know it's auspicious. Uh. And um, and it was just funny to see the reaction. Never flashed through my mind either. Still hasn't. Still hasn't. So you haven't been giving red packets to your parents. No. Like, I've discussed this with my dad because he's retired. Really? You discussed it with him? Well, no, no. Like, we haven't discussed red envelopes. I mean, I know he would like some, but <laughs> oh. here's, here's the way I think about it. Here's the way I think about it. He's retired. 
And he's retired sort of civil servant, so mm-hmm. he gets the government pension. Uh-huh. Not only that, but he was given a benefited retirement. So uh-huh. he's making decent money. He's making more <laughs> money than I am working full time. And he's just retired. So I don't think any amount of money that I could give him would really impress him that much. That's true. Maybe you can take him out to dinner well, or something. I do that. Yeah. Hey, do that. that's nice. But you and make dinner for him. You're a good cook. No, he. <laughs> Does he not like your food? He always likes to critique everything I do. It it drives me nuts. But what happened is... um, This is a parent's like, uh, yeah, we shouldn't do that. (laughs) I think we probably all do that to some extent. He's he's vegetarian, but when I take him out to go eat, I make sure there's a little bit of a protein con... You know, a little bit of a protein out there and give him some flexibility on there. That, you know, the gift of understanding, the gift of leniency, that's always my edge. Yeah. So, but the the thing that that is still a tradition is giving red packets to little kids. Yeah, that's for sure. I know my kids are still getting it. Your kids are, are they're, they're not little. They're gigantic. I know they're not they're very tall and well, one got married and the other two are not. But anyway, yeah. Once you so. get married, I think you have you more in, uh, expected to give to, to give. kids and maybe to your parents as well. What's so. the word there, Shirley? Any? Uh, uh... <laughs> uh, I I I well, I'm very liberal. <laughs> So, but that's, not necessarily. I think it depends on the family, how traditional they are, right? You see, that's why I stave yeah. off the <laughs> potential off. of getting married. <laughs> Too much responsibility. Everything, oh, everything so. hinges <laughs> off the, the, the red envelope culture. Well, just, yeah. just um, you know, excuses that you're westernized. So oh, that's no true. more of those traditions. <laughs> so did, did you guys like eat the Chinese New Year's food? Do you usually eat what you're supposed to eat? Like mm. the fish and the um, oh, yeah, oranges you know. and the... Oh, yes. You guys do? Oh, my mother-in-law. I mean, she's still very traditional in many ways. So she thinks that they really mean something. So like oranges, she would put these red strips of paper around it, you know, just a Mm. sign of like, you know, prosperity, that kind of thing. That she would definitely. And then get, does she get flowers? I forgot. My mom loves flowers. She would definitely get flowers. Is that a New Year's thing? Flowers? Yeah, it's to get flowers. Especially those that actually has auspicious meanings. Mm -hmm. Like these... um, Long, longevity longevity something bamboo kind of thing and mm. no i never got into those i never got into those but you you bet my mother-in-law would have fish you know because it's it means abundance and there's definitely chicken there's definitely you know maybe chicken the soup chicken. the chicken <laughs> the chicken there's yeah. also um like mullet roe that's oh, a big yeah. that's, that's a, a big why is I that? I love that stuff. And it, 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 it only comes tasty. out on Chinese New Year's. I have no idea. Because it's expensive. Maybe that's it why. Is, it is pretty pricey. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like a, you know. A, it's a show of a fortune of a, or yeah. a, a special treat. There's also mm, yeah. like another tradition where you have to eat dumplings in the middle of the night. Uh, in the middle of the night? I think so. I it's a very more like a mainland Chinese kind I of tradition. I think so. Yeah. yeah, but. In the middle of the night, that I don't know. But anyway. It's like it's supposed to uh, represent, represent wealth, right? It's supposed like, to. It looks like mm, the old gold, gold ingots. Nugget. Yeah. yeah, ingots. Yeah. And then there's also uh, like you can't sleep on one of those nights. Like you have to keep playing mahjong. You have to stay up till twelve, right? <laughs> Is well, it you're supposed to stay 12? up till twelve, and then shoot off firecrackers, right? Right. Oh no. Oh, oh that's to scare away the beast. Yeah, like, that was a long time ago. People but believe still, in the beast. Yeah, Man. I mean, you can you know, definitely we get these fireworks, even though it's not legal. But you still hear them. You yeah. Know? Right at mid- after midnight, and they're all through the night on Chinese New Year's. Okay, speaking of firecrackers, <laughs> yeah, let's take a look. <laughs> let's take a break for this song. Gong qi, gong qi, gong zhu, da jia, fa, da. 
彩，想什么就得什么，天福又天寿，大小平安，万事如意。贺新年，祝新年，新年啊，年年年，好祝声声催得想有年。贺新年，祝新年，新年啊，年年年，岁月悠悠，光阴如箭。恭喜呀，恭喜！所、so、she's singing, you know, get rich, and we hope that everything goes your way. And you know, there are a lot of like traditional greetings and blessings that people will say to each other. When I first came to Taiwan, I was like, "What is the deal with this? Do people really believe if you say it, it's going to happen?" <laughs> I think they do. I think Chinese people, in comparison, are more superstitious. I guess. I think、yeah. so. I mean, it's just it's become like a fun way to greet each other, right,、mm. during the New Year. But do you guys do that with your friends? No, I just say 恭喜发财 which means just basically Chinese New Year. Get rich. Have get rich, you know. Get rich. <laughs> just get rich.、No? Yeah, We've been trying just... to get rich for the past thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> And、um, I mean, what I do is I just download what those、um, stickers online and,、oh, and just send those the Chinese New Year stickers. Yeah.、Uh -huh. Yeah. Download as many as I can and send those. I think、know? I'm still Westernized. I always say Happy New Year, Xin Yan Kuai Le, Xin Yan Kuai Le. How about you, Leslie? Yeah, I don't say Do you say like Xin Xiang Si Chen? No. Wan Su Rui. No. Like everything goes、no. your way, and I mean,、no. hope that everything you think will happen. Well, to the elderly, <laughs> you know, I mean, just 身体健康 like healthy,、uh, be healthy, life, yeah, be healthy. Yeah, that's that's that, that's about it. I just I do the same thing like Xin Yan Kuai Le, but the thing is, it gets it's got to get so confusing because you have the Lunar New Year and then you have the Gregorian New Year.、So、There's、yeah. two Happy New Years.、Mm -hmm. Yeah, we say it twice in、so、a like, year. So like during this time, I don't know what people are wishing me anymore. The New Year. <laughs> it's like is it because it's 2020 years? Because it's Chinese New Year? I don't know. But、so、a lot、confusing. of festivities going around.、Mm. Indeed. So it is a happy time of year. Actually, I guess we're lucky. We have two New Years. I mean, they don't get this in, in the Western world, right?、Mm, But、um, we thought we'd just share those new traditions with you. Did you guys do a big cleaning of the house? Spring cleaning? Nah, no, I've, I've never been into that. Really? I, yeah, never. And my in-laws. I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, I'm working. <laughs> Oh yeah, okay. Yeah,、like、I like to clean my house, but it's, it's yeah, just clean regularly, right? <laughs> but my mother is not not into like you know come over to my house and help me clean up. No, it's I mean, not like it's a tradition a, or anything. No, it's not nothing. Yeah, no, no more of those harsh life on you know the for daughter the daughter-in-law. That's、yeah. good. Your mother-in-law seems very nice. Yeah, yeah.、Oh, so so my、lucky. mom, and my grandma used to get into it.、Oh, really? But, yeah. Well, that's her generation. That's true. You know, that yeah, was a big deal back then. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's okay to get married because in your generation, yeah, everything's in、okay. you. You can set your、no. own traditions, no, Leslie. It's all traps.、No. You can leave the country during Chinese、it's、New Year. It's all traps. <laughs> it's all traps. Relax, <laughs> Leslie. We want to wish you all a very happy Year of the Rat. It's already、uh, day number four, and we had a lot of fun、um, the past few days celebrating the Chinese New Year. 
Thanks for joining us, and do stay tuned for Chinese to Go, hashtag Taiwan and status update. We're here in Taiwan. I'm Natalie So. I'm Leslie Liu. And I'm Shirley Lin. Happy New Year. Welcome to Chinese to Go, the program where you learn authentic Chinese, the Chinese we use in real life in Taiwan. Happy Chinese New Year! This year's Lunar New Year holiday is from January 23rd to 29th. Before the holiday, most companies held a year-end banquet for their employees in line with tradition. The banquet usually features lot drawing, singing, and dancing. Let's listen to a conversation. There were so many drawing prizes at this year's year-end banquet, such as iPhones, TVs, and other cash rewards. Too bad I didn't go because I wasn't feeling well that day. I drew an iPad, which is exactly what I need. Lucky you, iPad is quite expensive. I really envy you. The performance was good too. There was singing and dancing. It's pretty much the same every year, isn't it? Boring. Okay, let's begin with the first sentence. 今年的尾牙有好多奖品,像是iPhone,电视和现金奖。今年, this year, 尾牙, year-end banquet. 有好多, there are so many. 好多, many, a lot of. 奖品, prize. 今年的尾牙有好多奖品。There were so many drawing prizes. At this year's year-end banquet, 像是iPhone,电视和现金奖。像是, such as, iPhones, 电视, TVs, 现金奖, 现金, cash, 奖, a reward, 现金奖, cash rewards. 真可惜,我那天不舒服没有参加。真可惜, too bad. Or that's such a pity. 我, I, 那天, that day. 不舒服, not feeling well. 没有参加, 没有, without, not, no. 参加, to attend. 没有参加, didn't go. 我抽中了一个iPad,正是我想要的。抽, to draw. 我抽中了一个iPad. I drew an iPad. 正是, 
exactly. 要 to want. 正是我想要的 That is exactly what I need. That is exactly what I want. 你运气真好 iPad 很贵的我真羡慕你 Lucky you. iPad is quite expensive. I really envy you. 你运气真好运气 luck. 真好 very good. 你运气真好 lucky you. iPad 很贵的贵 expensive. 很贵 very expensive. 我真羡慕你羡慕 to envy. 我真羡慕你 I really envy you. 表演也不错，有唱歌和跳舞。The performance was good too. There was singing and dancing. 表演 performance 也不错 is good too. 有唱歌和跳舞，唱歌 singing， 跳舞 dancing。有唱歌和跳舞 There was singing and dancing. 每年都一样，不是吗？很无聊 It's pretty much the same every year, isn't it? Boring. 每年 every year. 不是吗 ？Isn't it? 一样 the same. 无聊 boring. 每年都一样，不是吗？很无聊 It's pretty much the same every year, isn't it? Boring. This week on hashtag Taiwan, I'm going to be telling you about the Lunar New Year. What else, <laughs> you guys? It's the year of the rat. Anyway, we're days away from the extended holiday, and you guys know every year Taiwan has a certain number of days off depending on where we are in the agrarian calendar. It's always different amount of days that we get off, but one thing always stays the same, you guys. And I found the perfect Twitter picture to personify that. There's a little mouse,、Aww. and he says.、Aww. I don't want to work. I don't want to clean. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big head. Sounds about right. And it rhymes.、Yeah. Anyway, like I said, we're only a few days away from the Lunar New Year holiday, but for some people, it can't come soon enough. For example, Chumi Calendar on Instagram, they shared this page from a calendar. It's marked January sixteenth, and it's just about a week before the holiday lets out. <laughs> and it says, "Please set me free." I don't think I really need to kind of explain that one. <laughs> But what you got to realize is that we have around seven days off, which is pretty generous. Pretty good.、Um, one Twitter account, Winkler Partners, they actually kind of looked into how many countries observed the Lunar New Year in Asia, and they found that Taiwan, Vietnam, and China—they give seven days off in the Lunar New Year this year. Nice. Hong Kong gives four days. South Korea, Macau, and Malaysia give only three days off. And get this. Singapore, you only get two days off. Wow! wow. Why do you even bother、It、having、works. a holiday? <laughs> <laughs> They 
they worked too hard. Isn't it a weekend this, this year too? It is a weekend. That the doesn't count. The 26th, that doesn't even <laughs> count. <laughs> They're just like, they get the have these days off, and it's just like, I already get these days off any day. It's like, well, happy new year, you guys. There are some people who wouldn't even want to have any days off. Why? Well, Murmur on Twitter actually says, I'm mentally preparing myself for the Lunar New Year. I never liked LNY. I don't like interacting with my family. I'd rather go to work. Oh, oh, so that's like bad. Thanksgiving in America. A lot of people are afraid of like having Yeah, maybe they have some issues to yeah. face. And um, I think I know where Murmur is coming from. It's kind of a sad sentiment, but... There's something we like to call Wun in Taiwan. And that means you go back and you have relatives ask you a bunch of personal questions. And, you know, they're your family, so you have to answer them. But at the same time, this is coming from people you only see two or three times a year. But you know what, you guys? I always admire the type of adaptability that can turn something negative into something positive. Mm. Enter FOSFIT Taiwan, which is a fitness health goods company. And they say, you know what? If you come across any relatives asking you personal questions, we have the perfect solution for you. Frame every answer in the way of one of our products. <laughs> for example, if a relative asks you, when are you going to get married? Well, you say, you know what? I can love myself more than I can love anybody else. And then on the bottom, they just say, you can be single and happy with our foam peanut roller, which is pictured <laughs> on the bar right over there. That's a stretch, but that's uh, kind of brilliant. I like their topic. I like it. And the next one is, here's a question I get asked a lot. is how much money do you make right now? Oh. And then they're just saying, you know what? You can say, I don't make that much. I can make enough every month to buy about 85 fitness bands. <laughs> <laughs> and they say, dodge your questions with finesse. With math. Oh, interesting. Good strategy. Well, you know what? Just to show you how well it worked, I have this huge urge to purchase a bunch of exercise (laughs) equipment right now, guys. So that's all I have for Hashtag Taiwan this week. It's just a big jumble of Lunar New Year memes and fun. I think it's great. And, you know, if you have relatives that give you tough questions, we hope that you have a very smooth and happy Lunar New Year and that you can avoid those questions. This This is is Status status Update. Hello there. Welcome to Status Update. I'm Shirley Lim. I'm John Van Trieste. Yes, we're going to be getting to your letters, your lovely letters about our programs. We always like to hear from you what you think about our programs, what you heard, and uh, anything that we need to improve. But before we get to those letters, we're going to update our status a little bit. All right. We're in the midst of the Chinese New Year holidays. I know. Yes. And uh, Chinese New Year's Eve dinner is a big deal for, you know, us Taiwanese families. Um, but this year, we're one person less at the dinner table because my daughter got married, right? Well, oh, that's true. Usually. Yeah. So she, so she would go back to her husband's yeah. parents' place. So the, with daughters who marry, who marry. the tradition is yes. for them not to come back till the second day of Chinese New Year. Right, so, exactly. Well, that's kind of sad. I know. And, you know, um, it's not like my side of the family. We've got tons of relatives. There would have been like tons of people at the house and all that. But my in-laws don't have a lot of relatives here in Taiwan. Mm-hmm. You know, they came over from Fujian, China. And so anyway... So that was a little, I mean, it was all right. The food was all great. My mother-in-law was just great cook and everything. <laughs> but, um, but then 
on the second day, like you were saying, second day of the Chinese New Year's, um, you know, married daughters would go back to her parents' place. So we kind of like had, well, one extra person, and that was my son-in-law. Right. And I'm like literally seeing him as my son. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another son, you know. So you lose some, you gain some. Yeah, I there know. You go. So That's a nice way of thinking about that it. Was, yeah, that was really, you know, nice and sweet and everything. And um, my dad's tradition is that we always uh, make a reservation at a restaurant. Okay. So it was a big deal. That's and, a you know, increasingly and, popular thing these days, just mm. not even bothering to cook, just going out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, my parents always choose to go to a restaurant, mm. whereas my in-law, because my mother-in-law prefers cooking at home, and she thinks this is more sanitary, it's you know more healthy, cooking herself, and she's a great cook oh, that's compared true. I, to my mother. I interviewed her last year. Right, 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 yeah. Yeah, she's, that's true, she said she did say that. Yeah, that's like, you know, her thing, you know, for treating guests, and um, and she's now 80, what, 82? Mm-hmm. She's still cooking away. There you, you know? go. Yeah, so that was really nice. Anyway. My father, he wants to make sure everyone's fed well. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's like you get so stuffed. But now with my son-in-law, I mean, definitely he's like stuffing, you know, like, here, eat more. <laughs> stuffing in his face and everything. But, um, yeah, it's a big deal. So, but that was nice and sweet. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. I, you know, I've, I haven't been to a very traditional New Year's Eve meal in a oh, long time. Yeah. But, um. I always enjoy, especially when there are kids around, because they get so excited. They get cash. Oh, that's right. The red envelopes filled with cash. It's like a lot of fun. And there's a lot of <laughs> traditional games. Do you guys do games? No. My my in-laws and my parents are not into that. So, so like We're Mahjong, no, just, none of that? No, not even that. Yeah. yeah. My, uh, my in-laws, they knew how, know how to play, but they haven't played in years. Mm. And my parents don't play that at all. Okay. They don't do Mahjong. And... I've learned it and then and then forgot how to play it and then <laughs> learned it and so it's like you get it. <laughs> I can relate. That's a yearly cycle. Yeah, because people it's only like, once a year right. that you actually There are you lots know. of people and you know where they are because yeah. you can hear it's very loud. Oh, Mahjong is a loud game with yeah. all the rattling tiles. Um so I know like who in my neighborhood plays, but <laughs> so you can hear them. So there are some people who play year round, but mostly I think for most people it's sort of a Chinese New Year thing. Only. It is. I know. So you do forget the rules and then have to yeah. be retaught. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well. And they play it through the night. So it's really loud. And um, they, you know, most of them, they play for money. And so, yeah. Speaking of things I've forgotten. So I interviewed your mother-in-law last year about her cooking for yeah. Chinese New Year's mm-hmm. Eve. Um, but I'm sure our listeners are probably curious, too. I've forgotten as well. What's the rundown? What's the menu like? Okay, there's definitely a fish, okay? Because fish means abundance, you know? And then there's... Um, this time, she ordered Buddha jumps over the wall. Actually, she didn't order. We he, She asked my husband to buy it from Costco. They have it and at Costco? They do. Wow, they have and, everything there. Yeah. and um, um, But actually, what is that? I think a lot of people may not know. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. So it's usually it's like a really uh, big pot and you fill it with a whole lot of different things like, like tarot blocks. Yeah, an urn. Um, tarot blocks and then these, you know, spare ribs and then pigeon eggs and uh, mushrooms and scallops. Um, help me out. And it's, then um, it's dried a very rich bamboo shoot. Right, right. And, you I know, th- vegetables. I think and, that's sort of the classic ingredients. Yeah. There, but it's like a thick stew. Uh, yeah, right. It's, it's a very rich. Stew. It has a, probably a lot of herbs in it, I imagine, like mm. traditional medicinal herbs. It tastes that way anyway. Good question. I'm not and quite sure what's in the broth. Yeah. I remember your mother-in-law saying that that's the one thing that she usually, I think that's probably a lot of households, usually outsources. They get someone else to do that because <laughs> oh, it takes a long time a, and it's it very is. labor-intensive. Yeah. And 
Um, it's just less trouble to order it outside. Right. Well, this uh, she had to order because apparently it's the most most well known brand of uh, Buddha jumps over Costco? the Costco wall. Um, you know what? Maybe it wasn't Costco. Maybe he she just asked my husband to order it online or something like that. Okay. Yeah, a lot and of people do that. It got delivered to our house. So um, it's called Lao Xie Zhen. It, that's it, apparently it's the most you know uh, well-known brand okay. of this dish. So we like, spent a lot of time really talking good. about Buddha jumps over a wall. So there's right. that. There's fish. Is there a classic thing that she oh, makes oh, that everyone oh. looks forward to? Chicken. chicken. There's either chicken or chicken chicken soup. There's got to be a whole and you you want to keep it a whole chicken because chicken xiang it means like you know good luck. Right. Yeah. And uh, oh, there's the longevity vegetable, chang nian cai. Is that what it's called? Is it pickled? Because it's like. Well, um, I, I usually see it pickled. It's oh, a is that what tradition. it is? Gosh, you know, little I know about all these traditional dishes. Um, and you have to keep it all long and, and just eat it long, like not no, chopped up. No sauerkrauting it. It's yeah, because that's that's you know yeah long longevity. So, so you long eat life. it long, long life. Yeah. That's the name of the vegetable. Right. I don't know why it's called that, but that's the name it has. Yeah. So, have you ever had it? Yeah, it's not, yeah. Not everybody likes that dish. You know? It's very salty. Uh, it's preserved. Well, oh, okay. So you're talking about salty one, but more, I guess the the way my my mother-in-law makes it is that he she'll probably soak it many times in the water so that it's already, you know, the the saltiness has already been oh, washed away. Okay. So it's so it tastes just right. You okay. Know? Yeah. So the vegetables we got we yeah. got a. Uh, I mean that alone is a feast. I guess there's seafood. There's got to be seafood. Sure. My, my mother-in-law likes to make um these prawns. I've seen those. One yeah. big prawns for each person. They're you gigantic. Know? Yeah, and it, it fills half of your stomach already. <laughs> you know. Do you but, do dessert? Fruits a big thing. Fruits I know. a thing, yeah. Um, desserts not, not quite. But you know, we try to cut down on desserts. Okay. Yeah. Well, sweet when you've eaten all that, Buddha jumps over a wall in oh. particular will fill you up. So yeah. So. So that's anyway. sort of the menu. Ah yes, pretty much. Wow. Very filled, and that's that's what happens. You gain so much, you know, from the Chinese New Year holidays. Yeah, my sort of my sort of in laws. Um, <laughs> they just like to because it's just a few of them. Mm. Uh, it's not many people, so they just do hot pot. They skip oh, yeah, all the traditional stuff. Thing. Yeah, it's a thing to do. It's just easier, easier that way. Everyone, and so like all this. So they have fish. Mm. Okay, so on the New Year, they do have fish and beef and oh. some vegetables. Okay. And uh, they, they do do the New Year's Eve dinner. but And then after that, it's just hot pot. You know, that's You can eat thing. hot pot for days. Yeah. You know, um, for Chinese people or, or even Taiwanese people, um, most people eat pork. But on a time like this, on an occasion like this, they'll probably bring out a beef because beef is more expensive than pork. Right. So it's an occasion of like, you know, um, where, you know, we're going to have a well-off year to start off with some beef and, you know, something more on the pricey side. Right. Like scallops and all that. Yeah. And prawn. Yeah, and they're, they're, yeah, they're sort expensive. Of my mother-in-law sort of uh, because I love some uh, this dish called Cao uh, Nian Gao. I think that's oh. a traditional northern Chinese dish. Not so much common in Taiwan, but she makes a mean cao nian gao, so we, we have that too. It's <laughs> oh, like, good. It's like a rice cake, a yes. rice, sticky rice sticky, yeah. in a glob. So very filling. Chopped into nice little slices and served f- sort of stir-fried with a bunch that's of vegetables. That's the carb for the night. <laughs> the oh, the carbs the never end. <laughs> you come back yeah. very full. But, right. So Wow, we can just go on and on about can. food. Okay, well, we've got to stop and get to the letters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much. And we really, I mean, thank you for your letters, that is. And we'd love for you to keep on writing us and let us know what you think about our programs. Our address again is PO Box 123-199 Taipei, Taiwan. Our email address is rti at rti.org.tw. And please remember, you can always 
Give us a comment on Facebook, and I'm going to remember it this time. <laughs> on YouTube as well. Check out our YouTube channel. We have lots of fun videos there waiting for you to explore. Yes, that is right. Okay, now we have a letter here from Adish Bhattacharya of West Bengal, India. He listened in on, let's see here, January 10th at 6180 kilohertz. Simple rating was 45343. Okay, now um, it says technical remarks, uh, strong, steady, but noisy reception. Um, under comments, he says uh, he read the news. Uh, he, sorry, he listened to the news about the presidential election and updates of that uh, decision in 2020. We had a live broadcast on that. So here it says Taiwan Insider. It was my greatest opportunity to experience the last show of Taiwan Insider um, with attractive hosts Natalie So, um, Andrew Ryan, and Leslie Liao with Best of Time Insider. Oh, sorry. This was the last show in 2019 with most fascinating stories of the past year. I appreciate your choice of the topics, which were the most important last year, including legalization of same-sex marriage to make Taiwan first in Asia, uh, and then about the deficiency research findings about the carcinogenic effect of Asian flush after consuming alcohol, mostly among Taiwanese, and then allowing visitors to the 101st floor of Taipei 101, making it the highest watchtower in Asia, and also the Nanfang Ao Bridge collapse, and then a time-lapse video taken by a Malaysian student from the peak of mountains, climbing it for 150 times, and the most touching story about a Taiwanese boy taking his mother's photo to Yushan main peak to fulfill his mom's promise, and then the story about Ali San's um, Feng Zihu station's honorary station manager, a famous cat, Yuan Zai. Eh? That's a panda bear. No, no, no. Well, the, this Did cat they, was also called Yuan Zai, So they named the, the cat after the famous panda bear at the I Taipei suppose, okay. yeah. That's complicated. <laughs> anyway. Okay. And it says here, I would like to thank Leslie Liao, who presented the most relevant internet-related story in Hashtag Taiwan, depicting the Happy Teacher's Day, celebrating lying on the floor in new perspectives. Oh, I guess we need to explain that. Tetris, yeah. That was the sort challenge. of uh, internet fad of the last year. I'm not sure where it started, but it came and hit Taiwan pretty hard and basically... <laughs> It consists of people at their workplaces with their colleagues mm -hmm. lying on the ground in sort of a Tetrisy formation mm -hmm. with uh, the tools of their trade spread out next to them. Right. So things started in Taiwan with firefighters. They had various equipment. Yeah. And so that's sort of, they did a Ta Radio Taiwan International version. Right, right. Okay, and then on Taiwan Today, Natalie Sir hosted a very informative interview of political scientist uh, Spencer Young of Chinese Cultural University in Taiwan depicting about the result of coming election. Well, we already had that, and uh, our president is still our president, <laughs> Tsai Ing-wen. <laughs> okay, uh, Time Traveler, Time uh, with John, uh, gave us an amazing opportunity to visit Bai He District in 1916, where an inauguration ceremony was being held to open a tiny train station, which later boosted the tourism. Oh, okay. Uh, he got a lot more details, and thank you so much for writing all this down and reporting this. So that was, again, Adish Bhattacharya of India. We've got a letter here from our friend Brian Newell, who's writing to us from Logansport, Indiana, in the U.S. It says, Dear RTI, a very busy month in your studio so far. You can say that again. Mm. <laughs> your live election coverage was interesting. Karis Templeman shared an interesting image of 100% transparent local elections, where ballots are held up to be counted one by one right in the voting hall, with Democratic monitors and seating for anyone to observe. He noted that sometimes a person may question a ballot, keeping Taiwan democracy on track. He mentioned that some observers from overseas were teary-eyed to see this transparent local process. Mm -hmm. Best wishes in all your programming. You know, they had a, there's a voting precinct right near my house. Oh, okay. And yeah. I walked past on the way to work that day. And they had police officers. And I couldn't really go in, because I'm not 
eligible to vote, but I could right. see them actually holding up these ballots. There's yeah. a row of people. It's true. Yeah. Um, so um, there's a stack of reports about our January programs. I guess the most relevant one here is the election show. Uh, so I'll, talk, I'll read this one for you, for you. This was hosted by Natalie, Andrew, and Leslie. It was a three-hour and 40-minute live coverage. Yes, we went overtime. <laughs> Ty's acceptance speech, she was tired and stoic. Uh, and Han's speech, his concession speech, was gracious, gracious and inspiring people to come together and ended on a positive note. Live comments and compliments on Andrew's translation of Han Guoyu's speech, although Andrew said his Chinese is better than his, uh, his English is better than his Chinese. That was a joke based on the <laughs> candidates' names. You have to speak Chinese to understand. Right. Um, there was only recounts for close votes. The KMT frontline staff had a mass resignation. Karis Templeman talked about the vote tally, holding up the ballots, counting one by one. Uh, we just t- talked about that. Uh, then about how you have to return to your place of residence to vote. No absentee voting. But there is fast, transparent, and low-tech elections here. Uh, the results are known four hours after polls close, and there's democratic legitimacy, and it's efficient. Again, polls are only open from 8 to 4, and no overseas ballots by mail. Now, uh, would it be a free vote if nationals living in mainland China sent in their votes? That's a good question. Uh, potential change. An alternative could allow early voting in a secure ballot box. I didn't hear. Mm-mm. I didn't know about this part. No. Uh, and, but it must be approved by the Central Election Committee. There was apparently 73% turnout, which is a high in recent yeah. years. Uh, automatic voter registration with household registration. Uh, and there's more information about some of the interviewees. I'm really glad uh, that uh, you were tuned in. For, it looked like for the whole thing. Mm. I was writing the news story, so I only caught part of it. But right. uh, it was a pretty good show. I'm, I think they yeah, did went a smoothly. great job. Uh, so thanks for writing in. That comes to us once again from Brian Newell of Logansport, Indiana, in the U.S. All right. Uh, we move now to Malaysia. This is coming to us from Tim Braille. He listened in on January 16th at 15320 kHz. He heard the news and current re- uh, event reports from here in Taiwan and cultural programs like Ear to the Ground and J-Bells and Bamboo Pipes was observed during this period. I especially enjoyed Andrew Ryan's report on the search for the color yellow in Taiwan and Carlson Wong's segment on traditional New Year songs of Taiwan's indigenous tribes, the Amis tribe, the Puyuma tribe, and the Kanakanavu and Turuku tribes. Um, a detailed reception report of this broadcast may be found below, which should be cor- if, sh- if it should be correct. Um, would love for your cures or car with no problem. Yeah. So the simple rating was one uh, five 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 four four. So that's pretty good. Good signal strength and audio quality. No interference. Light fading, and um, there was interruption from a Chinese station. Uh, he listened to the news here in Taiwan. He year to the ground. Um, basically, uh, okay, year to the ground. Host by Andrew Ryan, who profiled Taiwanese preference for the color yellow. Okay. I wanted to understand this myself, too, so I'm reading this part. <laughs> um, yellow relates to gold and golden paper money, ancient royal dress, taxi cabs. I think of taxi cabs, <laughs> yeah, because we call them xiaohuang, or little right. yellow. That's a, little col- yellow. a colloquial slang way to refer to yeah, taxis, because right. they're yellow. And then cell phones, yellow walls in the lottery shop. Oh, that is That's so true. true. <laughs> is, that, is that why? Because it's related to gold? Never yeah. thought of that before. Yeah, never thought of that. And Lucky Toad. Okay, so you would get these, like, you know, kind of like um, figures of toads or frogs. They're made out of coins. And, um, and it's painted in gold color. And it has a coin, coin in its mouth. Yeah. Yeah, for good luck. You know, hoping that all the money keeps coming into that particular store. I'm not sure why toads. There's probably a story behind that. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right. Well, thank you so much for the details. That was coming to us from... Um, Tim Braille of Malaysia. And we should point out also that these indigenous groups have their own New Year celebrations. So this music may right. not be the most seasonal. Like, for instance, the Puyuma people I know celebrate pretty much 
on Western New Year's Day. They mm -hmm. just by coincidence. Yeah. So they all have different celebrations of their own. Yeah, uh, that is right. And I guess I, they had to celebrate multiple New Years. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And I think uh, Andrew has been invited to uh, to those kind of festivities uh, several times. He, he's made friends with so many indigenous. People. He's the person to go to if you <laughs> right, want to know more. Exactly. All right. Well, that's it for a status update. Thank you so much for your letters and please keep them coming. We we'll always, always love to hear from you just what you think about our programs. Our address is PO Box 123 199 Taipei, Taiwan. You can reach us by email at rti at rti.org.tw. And remember, you can always leave us a note on Facebook or our YouTube channel. We look forward to reading what you have to say. Happy Chinese New Year. See you next week. I'm Shirley Lin. I'm John Van Trieste. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw for the latest news and features from Taiwan. You can also listen to our programs and watch videos as well. Our 60-minute English language program can also be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6180 kHz. Again, that's in southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6180 kHz. And in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Again, that's in Southeast Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Again, that's P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. Or send an email to rti at rti.org.tw. Again, that's rti at rti.org.tw. Also visit us on Facebook. The address is fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International. Once again, on Facebook, we're located at fb.me forward slash Radio Taiwan International for videos, photos, and news of interest from Taiwan. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International.